Welcome to Rama for Today Radio. I notice in my own life, in every great crisis, in the hardest test, thing that put me over, sometimes I've spoken in the Psalms all night, all night long. Sometimes sing of one or two of them. And uh, in tongues, and then sing it out in English. And, and it, uh, it, it bliss, lifts me up, it blesses me, it helps me, it gives direction. Welcome to Rama for Today. Kenneth E. Hagan continues his teaching on Live in the Supernatural. Find out more next on Rama for Today Radio. Also, later in today's program, I'll tell you about this month's special radio offer. Right now, let's join Kenneth E. Hagan for today's message. Well, now somebody said it doesn't say he spake with tongues, but he said he did. In the 12th chapter of 1 Corinthians, or in this 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, in the 18th verse, he said, I thank my God I speak. I speak with tongues more than ye all. Well, when do you suppose he started speaking with tongues? Must have been just like the rest of them when he was filled with the Holy Ghost. Amen? But you know, he wants us to continue to be filled. Continue to be filled. Continue to be filled with the Spirit. Speaking in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. That's something you do in the privacy of your own prayer life, your own devotional life. Amen? Now, a psalm is a spiritual poem or an ode. It may rhyme or it may not. We have 150 of them back here in the Bible. Now, of course, a hymn and a spiritual song would be sung. And those who are given to singing would sing. I, I'm not a singer. I'm not given to singing. I, I believe it or not, one time I took some voice lessons. Way back there then you could get a voice lesson for $3. I mean, that's a going price. And after just a few of them, the voice teacher said, you know, I, Brother Hagin, I, I, I just hate to, you know, take money from you. I mean, I, I guess under false pretenses, but he said, if I was you, I believe I'd just forget it. <laughs> Amen. Praise God. So you preachers, if you can't sing, you better preach. That's all it is to it. You better get ready. Amen. I know Brother Charles Cowan in the same boat. Did you ever hear him sing? You know, I used to pray that God help me to sing. After I heard him, I started praying for the Lord to help him. I'm just a joker. But uh, it's almost the truth. <laughs> Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise God. But no, a psalm, like I said, is a spiritual poem or an ode. It, it can just be recited or it may be chanted. And, and I, I recite some of mine and I chant some of them. Now, notice in these psalms that we have 150, we call it the book of psalms. Actually, in the Hebrew Bible, it's five books. It's Israel's prayer and song book. These psalms, many of them were given to David. We read about it. And, and if you notice, when they were given to him, some particular test to trial he's going, and was for his own individual benefit, God was speaking. Because, but because it's inspirational and anointed, it's good for us. Amen? And then some of the others 
it'll tell you who was the chief musician. This psalm particular is given. Then you'll notice that some of these psalms are prayers. Amen? Praise God. Amen. Now, these psalms, hymns, and spiritual songs are not something out of the songbook. Now, first of all, they didn't have any songbooks back there then. They had no printing. Notice that this is connect in connection with being filled with the Spirit. This is something that the Holy Ghost gives you by the inspiration of the Holy Ghost on the spur of the moment. Amen. By, by the spirit of prophecy, our tongues and interpretation. Because in this 14th chapter, 1 Corinthians, Paul said, greater is he that prophesieth than he that speaketh of the tongues, except he interpret. Saying that tongues and interpretation are equivalent to prophecy. And these psalms sometimes come in the form that you either sing or speak in other tongues. And then interpret what you say. I do that very often. Amen. I notice in my own life, in every great crisis, in the hardest test, thing that put me over, sometimes I've spoken in the Psalms all night, all night long. Sometimes sing a one or two of them and, and in tongues and then sing it out in English. And, and it, uh, it, it bliss, lifts me up, it blesses me, it helps me, it gives direction. Now you'll notice, if you'll go back to the Old Testament, and we'll not take time to do that, but uh, it'll tell you exactly the psalm that David had when he got it and what was happening. His life was in danger. Amen. They was after him to kill him. And then you read the psalm and you'll see what God's saying to him. Hallelujah. Bringing him revelation. Bringing him exhortation. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise God. Then you notice... In that 14th chapter of 1 Corinthians, Paul said to the church at Corinth, when you, how is it then, brethren, when you are come together, every one of you hath a psalm. Now see, this isn't something somebody hears me said, well, Brother Higgins a preacher. Well, you know the Bible wasn't written to preachers, it's written to all of us. Amen. And Paul didn't say, when you are come together, half of you has a psalm, he said every one of you's got a psalm. Where'd they get it? back here in their private life when he's praying. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Every one of you hath a psalm. Glory to God hath a doctrine, hath a revelation, hath an interpretation. Very often the revelation came through the psalm. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Revelation. Now notice that first of all, be filled with the Spirit, but be being filled with the Spirit, speaking to yourselves, speaking to yourselves in your own prayer life, speaking to yourselves in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord. Now notice you're speaking to yourself and it edifies and builds you up, but you're also ministering to the Lord. Then notice in Colossians 3.16, let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom. So often that's the case that the word of Christ is not dwelling in folks with all wisdom. But when it is, now notice what he said. Speak it. Let the word of Christ dwell in you in all wisdom, teaching, now notice, 
and admonishing one another. Teaching and admonishing one another. How? In psalms and hymns and spiritual songs. Singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord. Again, you said you're singing to the Lord with grace in your heart to the Lord. But at the same time, you're teaching and admonishing others. If they don't know and haven't heard, then you're teaching them. If they have heard, you're admonishing them to walk in the light of what they have heard. Amen? Now here's an area that's almost unexplored in Pentecostal circles. And yet it's been there all the time waiting for us to respond to it. Some of us have in a measure. No one has in a full measure. But that's one thing that God wants to bring to our attention and illustrate and demonstrate to us. Hallelujah. Glory to God. Now, of course many of you have been used with tongues or interpretation or maybe prophesied. But that's the way these psalms come. I, I deal with psalms. Others have songs like Brother Keith for instance. But, uh, but uh, you, you just get the first word. Sometimes the first two or three words. Never over one sentence. And you have to have faith. Amen. You have to have faith. And, and if you have faith to begin to speak, then the rest of it will come. Amen. Glory to God. You understand what I'm saying to you? Amen. But you see, many people stop. They, they come, so to speak, to this place, and, and they got this first word all right, but they don't have anything else, and so they don't say it. But go ahead and yield to it. Yeah. Praise God. Now, for instance, I found rising up in my spirit these two words, two worlds. Two worlds. Yes, there are two worlds. There's the world of the natural. There's the world of the spiritual. There's the world of the natural. There's the world of the supernatural. Man lives in both worlds. It is just one step out of the natural into the supernatural. So step out of the natural into the supernatural and begin to speak with your mouth that which the Spirit reveals unto you. And you'll find out that He'll guide you into all truth. That He'll show you things to come. That He'll minister to your spirit and buoy you up in faith so that you'll face the enemy and will not relent, but will take your place and put him on the run. For it is written, resist the devil and he'll flee from you. If you resist him, he'll always flee. Well, someone said, I resist him and he didn't go. Well, then the scripture is a lie. But no, God's word is truth. Truth prevails. Amen. So walk in the light of the word and dwell in the realm of the supernatural. Walk in the light of the revealed word and further revelation will come. And you'll see and you'll know that the blessings of God are yours. And that which you need to you shall be shown and that which you see shall come to pass. And so ere the manifestation of the Spirit in the greater 
and most glorious manifestations of working of miracles, of special faith, of gifts of healing, ere and before they shall ever be come to pass, you will find you'll have to enter in first to this realm. For this is the entrance and the door into this realm of utterance. And then the spirit of seeing, the spirit of knowing shall be made manifest. Hallelujah. Praise God. Let me switch back to the natural here for a minute. You see, your spirit is supernatural. Your mind, your flesh is natural. Amen. The supernatural never dies. There's no such thing as dead saints. No saint ever died. <laughs> he just moved out of this natural habitat. Amen. You're listening to Rama for Today with Ken and Lynette Hagan. Now, let's join Ken and Lynette Hagan. Well, honey, we have a great offer this month. It's your uh, dad's DVD on living in the supernatural or living the supernatural and your book, God's Greater Glory. You know, we, we're offering those for twenty nine. 95. That's right. And, and that, actually, the retail on it is forty-one ninety, so that's about eleven ninety-five saving, almost twelve dollars. That's right. So hey, and you know your book, it says bringing revival to this generation, and right. I'll tell you what, we need to bring revival to this generation, don't we? It's right. awesome, hey. awesome. Call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. Again, call toll free one eight 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 Faith ninety nine. You can also order online at rhema.org. That's R-H-E-M-A dot O-R-G, rhema.org. Or if you prefer to write to Kenneth Hagen Ministries, our address is P.O. Box 50126, Tulsa, Oklahoma, 74150. We always love to hear from our listeners, so write in or email us today and become a part of Rama for Today. Tomorrow, Kenneth E. Hagan will continue his message, Live in the Supernatural, here on Rama for Today Radio with Ken and Lynette Hagan.